theme of this season, which is a person. And um, there's, there's some of them that just, you know, um, left such an impression in my heart. And I said, you know, it's always a good idea. Um, you can never go wrong with praying the word of God and praying the will of God. So it's us speaking the will of God into existence, you know, and with some of these scriptures um, is where I, um, what I say, derive this uh, prayer points from, and we'll all just be lifting up our voices to pray together. Please let's unmute our mics today and let's just, you know, lift up our voices and pray. Um, so this morning, I'd like us to pray, not just for the church in Nigeria, but for the church, um, the body of Christ all over the world, you know, um, everything that's going on in the world right now is just, you know, would I say groaning or yearning um, for the manifestation of the sons of God and um, the church needs to be unified. This church needs to be, needs mm. to arise mm. now more than ever before, you know, mm. and we need to arise in um, discernment. We need to arise in understanding. We need to arise in unity in even our knowledge of the will of God. And so I'd like us to pray as it is the season of the clear sound that the Lord will make his voice and the sound of heaven very clear to the church that we will all understand fully what the Lord is saying, that we would not receive um, different signals, that all, all, uh, all the body of Christ on earth will be aligned in this time in the mighty name of Jesus. So we're saying, Father, restore mm. unto the church the spirit of discernment in any way we may have missed it, in any way we may have misstepped, in any way we may have trespassed, in any way we may have um, acted outside your will and your government for us because of ignorance, oh God, because we were impatient, oh God, because we didn't stay in the place of prayer, um, because we were unable to evaluate by your spirit. Father, we pray that you would restore us this morning restore Amen. us lord restore the spirit of the sermon back to the Amen. body of christ in the mighty Amen. name of jesus Father, we pray, Lord, in the name of Jesus, that you'll give us the spirit of discernment. Deception in the last days, Lord, that even if it's possible, that many will be deceived. Father, we pray that you open our ears to help us to hear your voice, Lord, that we shall not be deceived. We 
shall not receive in the name of Jesus, Father. in Jesus' name. Next, I'd like us to pray and say, Father, restore the true power of the prophetic and the priesthood back to the church. Restore the true power of the prophetic and priesthood back to the church because the prophetic is not just about speaking a word and prophesying in quotes. You know, um, prophesying is great, you know, but it is not uh, an end in itself. It is a means to an end. And what is that end? That end is building that end is establishing that end is having christ jesus at the found as the foundation and you know um um receiving the direction and the instructions that are required to do the will of god you know so when um a word is sent forth when a revelation is given um when a prophecy is given it is meant to propel the people to build every time god releases a word every time um um, a, a prophet prophesies, you know, every time a prophet brings the counsel and the, um, um, the, the mind and the will of God and communicates it to the people, it's because he, God is um, giving us, um, his intention is to give us a template um, for us to build upon, you know, so I'd like us to pray that um, the true power of the prophetic, and that is why I'm saying power, because there is a power in the word of God. There is power in the word of God. And so, um, you know, that power that comes from receiving the word of God, the power to arise, the power to build, the power to execute, the power to um, act in accordance to that word that is given. Because I remember one of the things that, um, you know, we have understood from the teachings and um, from, the, from the word for this season is that, Sound is not just, um, you know, sound is meant to communicate action. So, you know, when the 
if we're talking about a clear sound and we're talking about the prophetic, the release of the sound of the, that comes from the word of God should propel the people to action. It should propel us to, you know, um, there's, there's a response that is required of us. So let's pray that power is released, the true power of prophetic and the priesthood is restored back to the church, that we are able to um, not just um, go beyond just receiving the word, go beyond the excitement and the um, initial, um, you know, reaction of um, overwhelm from receiving a word or from the prophetic, but to go beyond that into the place of, you know, establishing, into the place of building, into the place of, um, of acting in accordance with the will of God in the mighty name of Jesus. And as we pray for priesthood, the reason why we are praying concerning our priesthood is because we understand from scripture that we are priest kings. And so our priesthood, our, the strength of our priesthood, you know, is, would I say, validated by, um, um, by our kingship. Both of them go hand in hand. And so in this time, in this season of our lives, it's not like the priesthood of, of all this, you know, it's not like priesthood is divided from the, from, from our kingship, it works hand in hand. And so if we're talking about building and establishing, it is, it is our priesthood that, you know, provides that, um, provides that, would I say the oil that is required for us to um, 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 walk in our kingship. And so we find that um, there's a lot, there's a lot of work that we need to do, not just in the, you know, it starts from the body, but it also spills into our corporate lives into our, would I say our careers, into every area of our lives. It is our priesthood. It is our priesthood, you know, the strength of our priesthood that determines how well we are able to pivot, how well we are able to build, how well we are able to establish things, you know, on the earth, on earth as it is in heaven. So we are praying and we're praying, um, we're praying regarding these two, the prophetic, the re restoration of the power of the prophetic and our priesthood. Let's lift up our voices and pray. Yes, Lord, but restore it, Father, into your church, Father. That we will hear your prophetic voice, Father. Declared through your prophets, Father. Even raise up prophets in our midst, Father. Those that will be able to speak, Father, into your body, Father. We pray, Father, that we go even beyond hearing those words the shores of God, Father, teach us your 
in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in Jesus' name, amen, amen. Um, I'd like us to pray and say, um, Father, may we no more miss the time of our visitation, may we no more miss our times and seasons, you know, I feel like um, this call, this is a, you know, the cry for this of this call is Lord restore us and so we're praying over every time every season every moment that may have been lost or not properly stewarded one of the things that I've been asking God for in this season is to you know um, give me the ability to steward things you know um, to nurture things to be resourceful um, and so um, it always starts with a repentance you know um, from a place of Lord forgive me for all the things and all the times that I ha have taken, you know, everything that you have placed in my um, custody, every time I have taken these mm. things for granted, Lord, I repent. I repent, mm. Lord. And then going beyond that and saying, Lord, teach me how to steward the things um, that you are placing and you are bringing to me in this season, Lord. Teach me how to grow them, Lord. As you restore me, Lord, let me not take it for granted. Um, give me the ability and the wisdom, oh God, um, to steward, Lord. And, you know, in line with that, we're just saying, Father, restore the years and the seasons and the times that um, we may have missed, Lord, in the body of Christ, all the opportunities that you have given us, oh God, to arise as the light, to arise as salt, oh God, all the times that we may have taken ourselves for granted, all the times that we may not have acted on the word of God and made it of no effect, Father, we repent this morning. So let's lift up our voices, let's pray. First, we're asking, we're repenting. And we're saying, Father, forgive us. You know, our repentance is not just, it's beyond remorse. You know, when we repent, we are saying, we are changing the way that we are thinking. And we're not able to uh, arrive at this point by ourselves, but it is through the spirit of God that our minds and our hearts are transformed. You know, and so in this prayer of repentance, we're saying, Holy Spirit, come and show us, come and transform us, come and help us as we make the shift in our thinking. It is you that even causes this shift to be possible. So change the way that we think change the way that we do things, change the way that we see things, change the way that we evaluate yes, things, Holy Spirit, yes, in the mighty name of Jesus. It is until yes, we change that we are able to, you know, um, um, act in, in accordance to the will of God. It's until we change that we are able to properly see what things it is until we change that heaven can even trust us, you know. So we may be mm. praying and asking for more things, but heaven may be looking at us and saying, are you even ready to receive the new, you know. Um, another thing that we have learned from this season of a clear sound is that um it is not just about the new wine it is about the wine skin 
You know, um, mm -hmm. God is in the business of changing the wine skin. God is in the business of transforming the wine skin. So new wine is not a problem for him. He can always pour it out, you know, but he wants us to become. And that is why we are praying for ourselves and we are praying for, you know, the members of the body of Christ. And we're saying, Holy Spirit, help us. Help us to be transformed, mm. to be transformed, help us to even repent properly, you know, help us to, <laughs> to repent according to your word, the true repentance, help us come into it. Because when we repent, there's certain things that we won't have to pray for again, because it then becomes a lifestyle and a culture, you know, and then mm -hmm. we say, Father, restore us, restore times, restore seasons, restore everything mm -hmm. that we have missed, Lord, and may we not miss the time of our visitation again. In the Amen. mighty name of Jesus, let's Amen. make that prayer. Marie <laughs> Lake <laughs> Trust your father in your ability, Father. Father, in Jesus' name, the word of God says, Righteousness exalts a nation. Righteousness exalts a nation. It exalts a people. I'd like us to pray and say, Father, clothe us once again with your righteousness. Cleanse us from mm -hmm. every form of sin, transgression, and iniquity in the mighty name of Jesus. Cleanse us, Lord, and we will be clean, Lord. Father, in your blood, Father, 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 Father,
May we not continually miss our way, O God, O Father, like in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Um, Amen. Um, righteousness in itself stems from faith, you know, because uh, according to the scripture that says, uh, Abraham believed God and it was credited to him as righteousness. Mm-hmm. Um, and how that is even linked to, um, you know, us praying that the Lord will cleanse us from sin and um, transgression. Sin in itself is not, you know, sin, transgression, and iniquity, three different things. Sin and transgression is when we, it's like when a man um, decides to, um, decides to have his own will against the will of God, Mm -hmm. you know, um, but sin is not necessary. I mean, I know the Bible uses these words interchangeably um, through scripture, but the origin, the the original word sin, the original um, word, uh, um, for sin talks about um, missing the points, not being able to evaluate according, you know, to the will or the standard or the level of God, not exercising the mind of God in a matter. And so mm-hmm. that's why Adam and Eve, uh, the Bible says that they sinned against God. Why? Because they did not, um, they were not able to evaluate like God will. So when we sin, what, what happens is that we miss the point, you know, and that's why as discerning people, most times it's not just about it is right and it is wrong, you know. There is always the in-between right and wrong, in-between be, in fact and figures. There is always um, discernment, you know, is what is the will of God? What is the voice of God saying? It may look right according to the standards of this world, but beyond that, we must be able to go beyond the black and white, you know, or the options that the world presents before us. And so that's why the Bible says, Abraham believed God. Why? He trusted God. He, he, he knew, you know, he was able to evaluate and see the way God, he had God's perspective. And the Bible says it was credited to him as righteousness. I'd like us to pray and say, Father, help us to evaluate like you do. Give us godly perspective. Give us heaven's perspective. Give us the perspective of Elohim, God, Father, the Son, and the Spirit. As we, as, as we go about our lives, Lord, as we go about the things of the kingdom, Lord, give us the perspective of a king that we may be able to, you know, judge and evaluate things from beyond the place of um, 
beyond the, the limitations of this world, Lord, but let us evaluate as heaven evaluates in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, help us evaluate like you do, Jesus. Father, for your word says, oh God, that you have given us the mind of Christ, Jesus. Let it be activated in our lives, oh God, as we ask for it, oh God, as we pray for it, Jesus. Let it be activated in our lives in the name of Jesus. Let us not evaluate from the place of the flesh. Let us not evaluate from the place of the things that are pleasing to the eyes, oh God, and profitable to make us wise according to this word, Jesus. For we ask and pray, oh God, that you would give us the evaluation, oh God, that the mind of a king, oh God, let us see things, oh God, Father, beyond what they look like, Father, in the physical, oh Father, give us, Lord, understanding, according to your spirit, before we come to any conclusion in life, oh God, before we come to any conclusion in matters, oh God, before we speak to the church things, oh God, Father, just like you did in the beginning, let us consult with the spirit, oh God, Father, let it not be, let, let it not just be us, oh God, as individuals, oh God, but Father, let us always operate by the leading of your spirit, oh God, give us wisdom beyond, beyond our years, Jesus, wisdom of the ancients, oh God, let it rest and let it sit upon us, Jesus, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. Um, I'd like us to pray for obedience, you know, because it is one thing for us to ask God to show us his will and give us uh, understanding on how to evaluate things, you know, and it's another thing for us to even agree with him. So mm. I personally, I have found that there are times when I know that this is what the Lord is saying, but, you know, it may be hard. Uh, it may be hard to try and do it if, when we try to do it um, mm. in our strength, you know, but what I always find myself doing most times when I just feel some kind of contention rising up within me or some kind of, you know, um, yeah, some kind of contention, I just say, Father, you know what, I speak it audibly and I say, Lord, I agree with your will. I agree. My spirit agrees mm. with you, Lord. And mm. every time I say it, I always find my flesh catching on, you know, I always find, you know, my mortality catching on with my divinity, which is, um, which is Christ Jesus, you know, so I like us to pray that the Lord will bring us to a place of obedience where we would obey him, you know, even when he gives us his instructions, we will not take his instructions for granted, you know, because it is one thing for us to ask him to speak. How would you feel as a father or as a leader, if you're constantly speaking to a people and they don't do your will? You know, it just seems, it comes off as, you know, arrogant, it comes off as passive aggressive. And um, it's not even encouraging, you know, as a leader to see that you are leading. It, it now, you begin to question yourself, who exactly is leading the order? You know, are we the ones leading God or is he the one leading us? You know, so we must always, it is, it is important that we always pray that the Lord will give us a spirit of the heart of obedience. Obedience stems from trust and it stems from love. You know, and so we must always get to that place where we say, okay, Father, not my will, but yours be done. 
I obey, Lord, and I, I agree with the counsel that you are giving me. I agree that your will is higher than mine. I agree, oh God, that, you know, um, all things work together for good. I agree, oh God, with your decisions, Lord. And every time we do that, I just, you know, we will pray and say, Lord, let your grace be made available in the mighty name of Jesus. So we're praying for obedience and we're praying for the grace to walk in the will of God. Let's lift up our voices. Help us not to argue with your spirit, Lord. Father, Father, we just yield ourselves, Father, to your will, Father. We yield, Father, our members, Lord, the members of righteousness and the holiness, Lord. We yield our minds unto you, Father. We yield our emotions unto you. We yield our spirits unto you, Father, that you will be able to lead us, Lord. Lead us, Father, Padre. Father, that we will not resist you, Lord, when you speak to us. We will not resist him who speaks from heaven, Lord. Padre, Father, we come in agreement, Father, with your word, Lord. We come in agreement with your will, Father, for our lives, Father. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Um, I'd like us to pray according to, um, according to, you know, uh, Judges 5. There's a, there's a part in Judges 5 that talks about, um, courage to even um, launch out according to God's will. Let me draw it up. Let's open our Bibles and let's see, let's see the scripture. Judges um, chapter 5 from verse I think it's from verse 14. Let me find it. Okay, from verse 16. Okay, I'll, just, I'll read from 15. And the heads of Issachar came with Deborah, as Issachar, so was Barak, into the valley. They rushed at his heels among the divisions of Reuben. Among the divisions of Reuben, there were great searchings of heart. Why, Reuben, did you linger among the sheepfolds to hear the piping for the flocks? Among the divisions of Reuben, there were great sections of hearts. Gilead remained. So the Bible even says it twice. Gilead remained beyond the Jordan. And why did Dan live as an alien on ships? Asher sat still on the seacoast and remained by its landings. These did not come to battle for God's people. I'm reading from the Amplified Version. But Zebulon was a people who risked their lives to the point of death. Naphtali also on the heights of the field. The kings came and fought. Then the kings of Canaan fought at Tanakh by the waters of Megiddo. Swells of silver they did not obtain. From the heavens, the stars fought. From their causes, they fought against Sisera. The torrent Kishon swept the enemy with the ancient torrents, the torrent Kishon. Oh, my soul, march on with strength. Then the horses' hoofs beat loudly because of the galloping, the galloping of his radiant and powerful steeds. Cursed Meros said the messenger of the Lord, utterly cursed its inhabitants because they did not come to the help of the Lord, 
to the help of the Lord against the mighty. And then the Bible starts, mm. continues to say, blessed, most blessed is the most most blessed of women is Jael, the wife of Heber, the Kenites. Most blessed is she, the woman in the tent. And it was talking about the strategies that she engaged, you know, um, in defeating um, Sisera. And just from this scripture, we, we see the Bible condemning um, idleness or the Bible condemning double-mindedness, um, just over pondering and overthinking in matter when you know that it is time to act, when you know that it is time to go into battle. And I believe that this is a scripture that always, this, you know, what this scripture is saying, the message of the scripture always finds us at every, every season of our lives at the table of decision where we're trying to decide what to do, whether it is being still and retreating in God, or, you know, it is the voice of God telling us to launch out. There is always a stand, you know, there is, there is always a decision that we need to take, you know, that's, um, pretty much sets other things in motion. Um, there is also the scripture in Psalm 107, and Pastor Moses captured it so excellently yesterday. It was one of the scriptures that he shared before. In, um, he closed the prayer call, and it's the one that talks about those who go down to the sea in ships, who do business on great waters. They see the works of the Lord and his wonders in the deep. So, you know, um, going down to the sea in ships it talks up it explains amongst other things taking risks so there are seasons when the risk you're taking is even not doing anything you know not doing things that you have always done and there are other seasons where taking up the risk is to get up and act one of the things that i know in this season that the lord is asking us to do is you know build capacity for this for the journey that is ahead um, this is a season of momentum and it's, it's, it is momentum that helps you even pivot sometimes. You know, there's something mm-hmm. that Pastor Isis says a lot um, and she's been saying it a lot in this season and it is if, when you don't know what to do, do what you know. Very interestingly, I was watching something yesterday and say it was this secular, you know, it wasn't a um, faith-based teaching. It was just one of these um, influencers talking about the different things that you can do um, basically talking about uh, like a hack for business or something, um, how to get some kind of, not just following, but how to engage it, how to engage your community. And that was one of the things that he said, when you don't know what to do, what you know. And you know, they, there's this thing that people say a lot these days, which is teach what you know. And he said for him, he found, you know, he found that sometimes that may be overwhelming, that you may look at yourself and say, okay, what do I even know? You know, it may come to the point of, you may start doubting yourself most times we find ourselves in that place but it is not for us to sit there so he said what he even does is he doesn't even overwhelm himself with um trying to teach everything that he may or may not know he teaches he says then teach teach what you learn you know so it is not that you know know it already but as you learn it teach it what it means is as you receive give don't ever um, um deny yourself of the opportunity to go out and into the deep don't deny yourself of the opportunity to do more don't deny yourself of the opportunity to you know build capacity so in this season of our lives god is you know there is there is there is a blessing for launching out there is a blessing for taking risks and this you know, every time we start talking about risks and you know building capacity and multiplying and being resourceful and stewarding it always takes us back to that scripture of the parable of the talents the one who did nothing 
who did nothing with what he had. Even he didn't even try to take any risk. What did the master say about him? You wicked servant. You are, he called him wicked. He called him evil and wicked and he cast him out. And that which he even thought that he had, it was taken away from him. And so I think this is a good place to end the prayers this morning, you know, and just lift up our voices and just make an honest, honest prayer unto God. I don't know what, um, I don't know, you know, what uh, um, prayer points to call it. But in the multitude of everything that we have shared from Judges 5 and from Psalms 107, I'd like us to make a sincere cry to God. What I'm saying to God is, Lord, give me the call. That's my prayer, but that's my, that's Stephanie's heart cry to God is, Lord, give me the courage, Lord, to take this. Give me the strength. Give me the, 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 the courage, really, to take this, Lord, not to overthink things, not to second guess myself. Because when I start looking to myself too much, I take my gaze off of me. Lord, help me to keep my gaze on you. Help me to walk on water in this season of my life. Help me to launch out into the deep, Lord. Teach me how to do business on great waters. Father, because that is where I see the works and the mighty, the mighty doings of God. That is where I see your wonders in the deep. Father, I pray, O oh God, that you would give me, O oh God, the ability, O oh God, and the grace, Lord, even to trust you, O oh God, beyond that which I have known. In the mighty name of Jesus, I pray for courage, O oh God. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Psalm 107 from verse 24, it says, They see the works of the Lord and his wonders in the deep, for he commands and raises the stormy wind, which lifts up the waves of the sea. They mount up to the heavens, they go down again to the depths. Their soul melts because of trouble. You see, these are like the many motions of just taking a risk, you know, of doing the things that are new to you you know, of launching out and trying new territory, you know, trying out new ideas, trying out new um, um, new strategies, you know. Um, there are times when I literally, as an entrepreneur, there are times when I literally feel my, my blood boil. You know, it's, I don't know if it's excitement, I don't know if it's overwhelmed, but there are certain things that you do for the first time you know, there are certain things, but you never, you never know these things until you try. You never know these things until you give yourself, you know, um, a chance. Um, this, you, you, you never, you, you, you will never know if you stay safe, if you stay on the shores um, of, of life and just watch things happen. And, you know, this whole, um, with everything that has happened last year into this year, and there's this slogan of everyone stay safe, it's kind of like communicates this, this uh, mindset to people to generally not even want to take any kind of risk. I'm not saying that people should not be, um, should not um, be health conscious, you know, and all of that, but just that speaking of staying safe and being safe, it's like nobody wants to venture into anything because there is this unhealthy need mm -hmm. to be secure and to preserve ourselves. Mm -hmm. Verse 27 says, they reel to and fro and stagger like a drunken man and are at their wit's end. I can't count how many times I have gotten to my wit's end. And you see, the Bible goes on to say, then they cry out to the Lord in their trouble and he brings them out of their distress. He calms the storm so that it, its waves are still. Then they are glad because they are quiet. So he guides them to their desired haven. Peter, you know, the Bible talks about Peter walking on water and then he took his eyes off of Jesus 
and you know um, he started to drown and all of that it may have seemed like that was how the story ended as oh okay when you take your eyes off of jesus you know but if peter never did it we won't have known that it is possible and dare i say that in our time and in our generation it is possible to trust god and to walk on water you know and as we continually walk towards him every time he calls us it's an invitation into the deep I pray that as we come into the second season, and this is the this second week, this is the um, the final week of this season of prayering. I pray that we will go beyond. We will go beyond in our prayer life. We will go beyond in our priesthood. We will go beyond in in our in. I pray that the Lord will give us capacity and He will give us the grace to even um, hear His voice and to um, obey His voice and walk in the direction of His voice that we would take risks in the spirits in this coming week, that we would go beyond that which we have known. We will go beyond the, the, the boundaries and the shores of safety in every aspect mm-hmm. of our lives. Be it one thing. I would like us in this moment to just even make up our minds to just do that one thing. There may just be one thing or one area that we know that the Lord has been inviting us into deep waters and we may have held back. And so, Father, this morning, we even just break the hold of fear over, over, your, over your children yes, this morning. Lord. And we pray, yes, oh God, that Lord. nothing will stand in the way as you call uh, us into the deep, oh God, into the mm, place of doing business in the, in the seas of life, Jesus. I pray, Father, that as you are inviting us, Lord, into this place, Lord, where we will see your mighty hand, oh God. Because what happens to dry land is different from what happens in the seas. Father, this is an invitation to see, Lord, your glorious and your mighty and your fearful works, oh God. Father, I pray, Lord, that we would respond appropriately, O God, in the Mm. mighty name of Jesus. Father, we will not just do it afraid, but we will do it in faith, believing and trusting you, O God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Mm. I pray, Father, that the blessing, O God, even for arising, O God, and launching out, Father, it will be credited unto us, Lord. Everything we have prayed for Mm. this morning, Jesus, Mm. they will not just be words, O God, but Father, the power, O God, in your word and the power of prayer, Lord, the power, Lord, behind these words that we have uttered, Lord, will be released upon us, O God. It will be rained down upon us, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we thank you, O God, because as we go forth this week, Lord, we are walking in restoration. We are walking in alignment. We are walking in clarity. We are walking in understanding, O God, and we are walking in capacity, Jesus. In Jesus' name, Amen. 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 Amen and amen. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. God bless you all. Thank you for joining this morning. And um, see you at 11 p.m. Amen. Thank you so much, Stephanie. Thank you so much. Thank you. God bless you. God bless you all. Amen.